From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, bitcoins from bunk beds and Sinclair service stations with the little dinosaur. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, John Conroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good day, good dusk, good desk, good night. My name is Sean Conroy. I am your host. This is The Long Shot. It is a podcast with me today on the show, the triumphant return of Jamie Flam. So great to be here. Good morning. Good desk. Uh, (laughs) Also here on the show, Amber Kenny. Hello. Not here today, the man who pushed us to start later so that he could make it. And then decided not to come. Joe Wagner has not been here. The feel, four of us together. Feel better, buddy. The four of us together is a yeah. When was the last impossibility time? Impossibility at this We've, point. I, Maybe two months. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, all right. Well, this is a segment on the show that we like to call <laughs> checking in. We haven't seen Jamie in a while, so let's start today with Amber. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I am coaching the there's a show called the sunday sketch show and i'm when does that take place mm, <laughs> they just eat ice cream <laughs> is it a show it is where at io i don't know you nothing <laughs> <laughs> sorry continue um but i'm it's a weekly show and i they have a, a new director each week <clears throat> and I'm the director for next weekend, and I'm excited about that, and I'm going to watch the show tonight to get a feel of the cast and writing and stuff, but I've already fucked up. Oh, and, God. And, um, Damn it. I, I'm attributing yoga and meditation for the fact, like, me a year ago, would have I would have been just beating myself up to no end, but basically, I got this long email of all of the tasks of the director, and on Saturdays, you're supposed to send out a theme to the writer so that they can come up with ideas. So it's a new show every week. Yes, and Mm -hmm. I totally fucking forgot to send out a theme on Saturday, so I Mm -hmm. sent it first thing this morning. What was the theme? I I used a Mark Twain quote, um, go to heaven for the climate, hell for the company. I feel like there's a lot you could do with that Mm -hmm. as a jumping off point for writing. Yeah, I would. I, I would uh, make you something got, about snowballs. Yeah, you got mm-hmm. climate. Mm-hmm. You got company. You got hell, heaven. Yeah, I would do a big uh, <laughs> uh, steamboat. You also have, just have opposites. This company is going <laughs> to hell. <laughs> that would. That would be. I have I the most literal. Everybody, get in here. Staff. This company is going to hell. <laughs> it's funny, um, but yeah, I, I don't like that I already fucked up, but I'm, I'm in a weird. I'm not beating myself up as much as I would have been. I don't even have a good excuse. It's just like, oh, yeah, I fucking forgot. It's also weird because that Uh, show. Yeah, dude, I fucking (laughs) forgot. What am I going to do? I got to put reminders on my calendar. How many of these writers are like waiting for that? theme on Saturday so they can just get started. Well, because they're, they're supposed to sharpening They're supposed to give me ideas today or tonight or something. So wow, I just checked the wire. Nothing yet. <laughs> I don't know. But uh but yeah, I wish that I had a good reason. Like I went to email and I was just like, sorry, I don't even have a good reason. I just But it's a very complicated system. I think also because their sh- the this week show hasn't happened yet. It felt like my cycle hadn't started. In my brain. Like, I start coaching tonight Tomorrow. after the show. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Where did you come with, up with a quote? 
Where did you find it? Where is a quote Mark that you Twain already know? Mm-hmm. He, he did say that. Google. <laughs> did you say find some quotes and that came up and you're like that? Yeah. Good theme for Sunday sketch show. <laughs> I thought Mark, I just Googled Mark Twain quotes because I knew that he would have something that had a lot in it. And he's funny and good. It's amazing the amount my father learned between the time I was 18 and the time I turned 21. It's Mark Twain quote. <laughs> it the coldest winter I ever spent was uh, summer, summer in, in San Francisco. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> the only one I know. Because everyone in San Francisco says that constantly. Really? He used to live there, right? Assuming. Or he spent at least a day there. At it was least a, very cold, at least a cold summer. summer day. <laughs> yes. Want to paint this fence? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good quote of yeah. his. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. It's an alien. So what are some of your other tasks? Uh, well, that's. I'm a little bit nervous about like, this. Okay, the director needs to sweep the stage, <laughs> make sure all the light right. bulbs are new. We'll see how it goes, because I like the idea of coaching, but I tend to like being in the room. This is sort of a virtual coaching situation where I'm not in a room with them till... Sunday afternoon. All right, guys, let's go. We got this. We got this, okay? Now, look, you're going to go over here, and you pick your man off, and then we'll go right into the end zone. Yes. Um, put in some light bulbs. They're giving me a bunch of ideas tonight, and then by Tuesday or something, I have to look at the email, obviously. <laughs> I have to send out which sketches they should write, and then from there, I make the running order in the cast. Do you give notes on the sketches? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that will be, it will be a lot of work for that many sketches. The student becomes teacher. What? That's a You'll cool have to do full a lot circle of story for this show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. But again, I think it's easier for me to give notes in person because that is what I've done in my sketch groups. Of is course. You're in, but like to put it in writing and to have the tone there's not no hurt way, someone's feelings. Also, there's no way anybody's going to understand what you're saying. Exactly. There's just no way. Like, Anytime you ever try to give people notes in writing, you have to go back and forth 15 times to be clear. Right, 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 right. Or you just have to um, be okay with only giving notes on extremely tangible things. Like, get rid of this character. Mm -hmm. You know, like... Um, so it, it should be an adventure. But I feel like the guy who runs the whole show already hates me because I fucking fucked up already. Yeah, that's probably (sighs) true. He probably is like, fuck her. (laughs) She forgot to send out the theme. And then she sent a Mark Twain quote. Oh, what are some past themes? Um, Did you like push boundaries by picking a quote? No, no, no. I actually, <clears throat> the opposite of push boundaries. That's another thing. I'm like, all right. Um, because the week before, the guy who runs it came up with a theme. And it was some Nietzsche quote. Mm. That's so funny because in my head, I was just about to quote Nietzsche. Really? Yeah, I was about to say God is dead. That was the last thing. <laughs> oh, that was... <laughs> um, I'm not even kidding. That was so exactly what was in my head. I have... That is so funny. <laughs> it, wasn't, oh my God. it wasn't that one. It Who wasn't mine, man. It was something about like love and madness or Do something. Do you want to paint this fence? Too bad. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all die. <laughs> um... But he sent a quote, and this is my first time doing it, so I was like, I guess the thing has to be a quote. But I picked one I liked. And then somebody immediately, once I sent it out, one of the other directors was like, I have a question. Does the theme have to be a quote? And the guy who runs the show was like, no, it can be whatever you want. I was like, all right, I get it. I'm fucking up every which way. I like how the other director <laughs> is such a bitch. Well, yeah. that's how I read it. That's why giving notes via email is tough. <laughs> 
<laughs> Does the theme have to be a quote? Because I don't think it should. Because some, they're like, the theme could be a word. It could be a picture. I was like, it's just a jumping off point. What if you I, made I'm theme, happy with what my What if you theme. made the theme theme? Ooh, Whoa. That would be hard. That's kind of like the show. That would be hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my theme today is theme. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. And we'll now, see. you have a theme for the show. Mm-hmm. Does the show also have a light motif? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Just making, sure. Just making sure. I love literary devices. So, will there be onomatopoeia? Ooh. Ooh. Well, that'll be my first Boing. That'll be my first note. More onomatopoeia. <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good theme. Onomatopoeia? The whole show is just zap. I mean, it's just like... <laughs> pew. <laughs> just an episode of an old episode of Batman well that reminds me buzzing if if everything goes Uh-oh. according to plan I am going to anytime be anytime somebody says that something bad is about to happen but go ahead. well the stakes are very low for what I'm about if to say if everything goes according to plan the I... Doomsday device won't go <laughs> off until we're far enough away that it won't affect us I'm going to tell you every detail of my evil plan <laughs> while you're sitting here and the one way it could be as long Stopped. as everything goes according to plan, the interest rate won't go up for six months and Oof. we'll be able to destroy the economy after we leave the country. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Lego Batman again with Abby after this, and I'm so excited. Can I come? Yeah. Great. Glendale 505. Oh, after this. I, I know. Going. I'm going to take a dance class first, oh, hence the clothes. I, I have a busy day. <laughs> I'm going to record a podcast. I'm going to go to a dance class. I'm going to watch Lego Batman. And then I'm going to watch the show that I'm directing next week. So, man, whew, i got to eat so my Wheaties. Same cast, same writers, different mm-hmm. show. Different and different director. Every week. Mm-hmm. For a month. And then the next month it'll be a different cast, different writers. Yeah, because they're like, fucking, this is annoying. It's an overwhelming amount of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you have a sketch you like. You know, if you go, oh, this is a great sketch. The whole point of doing sketch is that you get to write it once and do it over and over again. You know? I don't know about that. Oh, I do. <laughs> I have no doubt about what I just said. Otherwise, why not improvise, you know? Because uh, what I, if I write a great sketch and you're like, well, sorry, that doesn't fit with next week's theme. Then you're like, okay, that sketch is in the trash. Right, 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 right. You know? The whole point of writing something down is to have it for a while. Mm. Otherwise, <laughs> fucking improvise that shit, you know? I'm also taking, that's another part of my checking in. I just started level three of improv at I.O. Isn't that crazy? What a nut. That is crazy. <laughs> How is it? What are you thinking? I like it. I like learning. Yeah. I, um... <laughs> Boy, fucking Jamie's comment. So insightful. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we only had our first class on Thursday, and we had to go around the room. I thought it was pretty funny. And say, like, what our relationship to improv was. And so, What did you say your relationship well, to improv we'll was? Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, what was it? Sean, do you think I brought this up for a reason? <laughs> just want to hear what your relationship to improv is. But so many people were like, improv is my life. Um, all I want to do Fucking is nerds. do improv. <laughs> or like, I've studied at all these places. And it got to me. And I, was, I was one of the last people. And I said, I've avoided doing improv for a decade. <laughs> and everyone laughed. But it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... It sounds weird. like my first relationship. Because I look so young. No, it's a weird thing for people to say, you know. Uh, I've been doing improv for three decades now. Um, but yeah, I want to get good at it. 
And I do improv every Friday at work. Oh, right. You have a class with the people you work with. Right? Uh-huh. What do they do in that class? What do you mean? It's a short form stuff, right? It's, it's somewhere in between. It's um, short form, but it takes a really long time. <laughs> well, like he wants us to do relationship based stuff, but it'll have a lot of structure. So that's what I mean by in between where like we'll play four square where have you ever played that where uh-huh. there's four people standing on stage in a box and they like, have a ball. <laughs> and they, and they, am bounce. I just at recess? <laughs> um, the so so the let's see if I'm okay. There's four squares. There's this is good. I gotta square. I gotta get warm up the muscles of giving notes. So I have to describe things that I wouldn't. So there's four people standing there. So the first two people, there's two people standing, and then two people directly behind them. Those first two people are giving a suggestion. Gardening, great. Then they rotate to the right once and so it's two different people and they get a suggestion etc 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 so the hedge clipping right so the teacher will say planting rotate to the left rotate to the right and you're supposed to remember which scene you're in hoeing (laughs) sure (laughs) i mean there's a lot you could do with hoeing (laughs) oh nice nice more out of monopia hoeing (laughs) <laughs> so what did you do in your level three improv class? I mean, so far it was just that first one. And he had us all do scenes right away. I think like um, placement exam to see where we were. Hmm. Where were you? It was okay. Like you're about a level three. been out of it for a decade, but you know, <laughs> back in now. But when did you take level one and two? Ten years ago? Um, I took level one in September because I was Jeez. in level one. Maybe <laughs> we just figured out what decade means. <laughs> Cool. Five times two. <laughs> <laughs> I took level one in September because it, it was during my dad being sick. So that was an intense thing to be like, zip, <laughs> like, like crying. Anyway, um, and then I s- took a session off. And in January, I started level two. And I just now started level three. No one cares. This isn't that interesting. I care. Okay. It's very interesting. Uh, all right. Anything else, Amber? Yes. Mm-hmm. Lots of other things. Okay. Um, the only thing that's <laughs> sad about my improv class on Thursday nights is one of my favorite dance classes is Thursday nights. Oh, shit. I know. What Life is hard. Class? You got to make choices. I know. It was. You, it used to be called Jazz with Jasmine, but now it's called something else. Jazz with Rhonda? Dance with Dancemen. <laughs> it's still Jasmine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tap with Tapper. <laughs> <laughs> there it was like this is totally Rock true with rocky i went to take a class on tuesday but i missed it I, I got home from work too late and i needed to eat dinner and i just couldn't make it but i was super nervous about going this is a hundred percent true and i shouldn't be saying this but the name of the class is the witching hour and i was kind of scared <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't know what's gonna happen during the witching hour is it gonna be there gonna be sacrifice yeah. Are they going to be making a potion? And it said level intermediate. And I was like, ooh, I might be That's out of my too league. Low for you. I might be, I'm not an advanced witch. <laughs> <laughs> witch but it's also, when you read the description, okay, this is what blew my mind. It's called the witching hour. It says intermediate level. And then when you read the description, it's like hip hop improv exploration and i was like did not expect that like i thought witching hour would be like modern dance or something so who knows what the hell that hip hop hip hop boil and bubble 
It's probably a great class, and I'm sorry to say bad things. You, you didn't sorry. Go? No, I missed it. Oh. Maybe this Tuesday I'll go. Uh, all right, Jamie, checking in. Well, I want to take a dance class. <clears throat> I wrote that down. Okay. <clears throat> I remember I, t- I got a group on for a dance class five years ago, mm-hmm. and then I never used it. Half a decade. Oh, I remember half that. We were doing this podcast a half a decade ago. I yeah. remember that. What were the classes? It was just like a group on for a, a It was studio. the Warlock Hour. It was with um, Jasmine. <laughs> no, I didn't know if there was like a salsa situation or... It was like a studio or, or class that, you know, they offered anything. Uh, and you can take... Ballet, jazz, yeah. hip-hop, lyrical... Yeah, so I remember. Anyway, um, acro, acro. So that's that's it with that. I took acro ballet. Groupon a half a decade ago. (laughs) Thank God Amber brought up the dance at the last minute, or else I had nothing. I this is I've been jobless for two and a half weeks. Wait, wait, wait. what? Can I say something? I just looked at your page, and it says "Get Out," and it's attributed to Amber Kenny. No, see, get out. Oh. <laughs> I don't get know. out, Amber. Well, um, before the podcast, you yeah, it's a really fucking good movie. It's, it's been out. a great year for films for me this so far. Lego Batman, Get Out. They're two both for two. two. Yeah, batting a thousand. We could only be disappointed from here. Yes. <laughs> um. Well, I might see um one of those with you, or okay. but probably the Lego Batman, okay. if anything, because. That's you you couldn't force them to see Get Out again. No. Well, maybe. Maybe. But not today. Not today. No. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you've been jobless for a week and a half. For a two decade. Weeks, two and a half weeks. Point oh one of a decade. Yep. Will it be two weeks on Tuesday or three weeks on doesn't Tuesday? doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. How, I, how is it going? It's hard to say. I mean... Do you have prospects? I might... I might have prospects. I so that's a no. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I I left work. I have 800 emails to go through still. 300 texts. I have but not it's not your job anymore. They're almost they're all. Um, they're mostly for me. I emailed Jamie <laughs> yeah. 800 times and he never got back to me. <laughs> I think you did get a headline day out of it though. I never did. But you're you're in talks. Okay. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you are on there. Anyway, I am. Um, Sent out like you know I'm leaving the improv. Oh, and everyone was like, "Hey!" A ton of responses and please, Godfather, (laughs) don't leave us. (laughs) Whose ring do I kiss now? Oh, I'm sure there's some of that, but I I, there's I just no, but people love you and they they meant that. Yeah, so I just want to go through there and start. I haven't reached out to anyone. Jesus, Uh, Andrew, bless (laughs) Bless you. I've been trying to trying to organize. I told Andrew when I walked up like. I don't think Andrew? I'm, Andrew? <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> That's what I call him. That's his name, Andrew. Uh, under. My spreadsheets are so organized. I have put everything in the perfect folders. Uh, I, I've had almost every day to do stuff, and I am... Um, that sounds like not productive work. I think it's helpful work. But no, of course it's it's it's. Are you doing other stuff besides organizing your spreadsheets? What's on your spreadsheets? Contact lists, um, my production pipeline. Uh, your production, production pipeline. pipeline? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? I'm, I'm building a production company. I mean, try. I have. I've, I've talked about it to no end on this podcast, but I, I, I have 
thousands of documents and <laughs> uh, spreadsheets. And yeah, but a production company is worthless unless you do something. Right. And now I'm all set up and ready to start doing stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's the hardest part. Um, a lot of two dots. A lot of you have spreadsheets about two dots. <laughs> well, I think he changed topics. Well, just things. I mean, things that the he's first doing. day. My first day out of work, I went to the Getty for the first time. Isn't it great? It's great. Have you been to the Getty? The gas station? Yeah. Is there a gas station named the Getty? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't think so. East Coast? East Coast. Yes. That's pretty confusing. Um, the Unical Museum out Artists. in New York is a... Have you been to Sinclair's? No. It's the one with the dinosaur, which I love, but it's also kind of gauche if you think about oh, it. Oh, in Palm Springs? No. Um, it's on the logo. In it's, in, it's, it's in Glendale. It's, it's not like a huge dinosaur. It's just like the logo is a dinosaur. Of Sinclair's Gas in LA? Mm-hmm. It's oh. in Glendale. Oh, yeah. I, I really? drove by it yesterday. Why is and I was like, man. Oh, because fossil fuels. Uh-huh. It's definitely not nationwide, by the way. That's no, an insurance no company. Yeah. I think it's in the Midwest. I guess there's a way to find out. <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah, I'm not looking that one up. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, the Getty was beautiful. <laughs> Really? <laughs> and it's got a great view. It does have a wonderful view. Um, and there, there's, a, nice. there's a room where you can... <laughs> there's a bunch of paintings, like real... Old oh, like a museum. <laughs> I mean, actually... I'm, Do they have <laughs> stuff hanging on the walls that you can look at? All right, I didn't finish that thought. <laughs> there's a room. There's a lot of rooms like that, actually. <laughs> they got a couple rooms. You go up and there's a sign next to it that says, This was Don't painted touch. by so-and-so <laughs> this year. There's a specific room where uh-huh. there's paintings hanging up, and then there's art supplies and stuff. Oh, that's fun! So that you can sit and you know do your own drawing. Did or you do it? I did it. So I did do one thing. And what happened? I was pleasantly surprised by um, what I was able to do. The muses inspired you. It's not good, but it's something. Where um, is it? It's hanging up in my. It's funny, kind of. That they allow you to put it up and like there's a wall so you could say that you hung up your art at the Getty. So I oh, did that's that, cute. Picture. But then <laughs> it looks nationwide to me, son. Nope. <laughs> Just Look not the East Coast. Right there not the East Coast. There. But there's one on the East Coast. Yeah. You see Andrew that? has brought up a, a photo of. But where on the East Coast? <laughs> Find that out. New York. Where in New York? Bullshit. Trenton, New Brunswick. That is that's New Jersey. New York, that's New Jersey. Yeah. Sorry, New Jersey, son. New Jersey, son. LaGuardia. LaGuardia is in New Jersey. At a gas station at the airport? Yeah, you know how you want to go to the airport to fill up? Mm, so Just convenient. Wait in the line yeah. on, your way to, on your way to D.C. Uh, so what else, Jamie? That's where... Um, I... I, I don't know if this is uh, productive, but I watched both major series about O.J. Simpson. Oh, cool. <laughs> that was like my, yeah. <laughs> and? What a time. And, and I, I, I'm not even kidding. Like, So I grew up. They're so you good. Do you feel ridiculous when you say things like that, or are you being sincere? I, like, I grew up. What a time. <laughs> I'm very sincere because... I grew up in the 90s, I was in high school, and O.J. Simpson and Rodney King, which are intertwined in ways I only, I, I could only have dreamt of. I don't, uh, you didn't realize those two things were related. But you were young. 
but it, being in high school at the time, that was like the summer I, I lost my virginity. Of course, I'm... Uh, You're preoccupied. But of course, I remember like the Rodney King. I was out of school and there's mm-hmm. riots happening in the city I live in, but it was so removed and... And and the O.J. Simpson thing was the O.J. Simpson thing <laughs> was also oh, cool uh, in L.A. and but I was preoccupied. Did you go out to the freeway to see O.J. drive by? No, in A.C. No, but I do remember that day. Yeah, watching the and I don't. But there's so many details. Did you guys watch that? Yeah. What was it called? O.J. Simpson. Yes, I watched both of them. What a time! Did we talk Which about it order? No. Did you watch them? In? I watched, did you watch the, the fictionalized, fictionalized, or the and then real. Mm. That's a, I feel like a good order. Or you can mix them in. <laughs> you mix them in, <laughs> but but the 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 fictionalized one was just about the trial, right? Yeah. The other one was it about tied the in a little thing. bit of yeah yeah yeah, but the whole thing was. Yeah. The other one. I mean, there was so yeah. much more all that depth fucked up shit one. about them just raiding people's houses looking for drugs and like smashing toilets and they found nothing and just ruining people's lives. Yeah, at least that's all changed. Yeah, but the, the, the race stuff. This sounds so naive. You should see Get Out. I will see Get Out. <laughs> so I got a reminder already. <laughs> Get out, Amber Kenny. <laughs> but I feel so naive, like. I don't know, really just opened my eyes in new ways. And it, it sounds silly, but with all that's been in the news forever. Right. But Jesus, like, especially, and I wrote a, a treatment and a pilot about my life based on my diary in the 90s in LA um, with, with race as is a part of it. But that was just scratching the surface of like, what's really going on? And like, seeing. So are I, you going to go back and. I do. I'm like, how how could this not include uh that theme and my naivete what are you more. talking about specifically well Be specific in my in my diary you know i was a you know a jewish kid in the valley obsessed with hip-hop culture and um jews always obsessed with hip-hop culture totally well since 77 79 since hip-hop culture <laughs> um and my relationship and my first girlfriends who were black and um all that Thank you for being specific. That's that was all that and all those things and stuff. So anyway, that was a thing. Um, so I watched some TV. I played two dots. I went to Hunting Gardens one day. He had like um, breakthroughs about his ideas about race and my relations. identity and like with it. <laughs> I guess that's a pretty big um, breakthrough. I, I four days without drinking. I'm gonna go do March no drinking. Um, um, I talked about like information overload and that's been the we talked about that last episode really? then you guys understand mm-hmm. I, joe said it's not a problem really? <laughs> it's why i had joe to leave what the fuck he's talking the about. improv like i've been talking about it now for years but like the emails don't stop and the texts and just the, the things coming from all angles and now realizing like the insanity of me with these spreadsheets and going through all my evernote notes like hundreds and organizing those and putting them like there's too many, too many things, and it's. Th- so you're talking about information that you yourself have generated, and just the, coming from all directions, and just being on social media, and like, I have <coughs> a thousand articles that I'm That's filing. What I was that, talking about is like every day reading fifty articles about various things, and then going on Twitter and getting links to things. Yeah, just like being bombarded all the time by constant 
constant more and more and more. And it fucks up your brain because then you're like, I want more, I want more, I want more. It's like fucking crap, mm. you know? I don't want more, though. I, I want to silence the, all of it. But it seems like silencing it is easy. All you have to do is go, Shh, I'm shutting this shit off. I try. But, but the addiction thing. Probably. That's what I'm. Yeah. He's saying oh. that's not a fact. And I'm saying that is a fact that you are addicted to it. Got it. And that's why you keep saying, I want more, I want more. And then all of a sudden he just goes, no, I don't want more. And I'm like, if you don't want more, then just shut it off. But it's impossible to do that because you're addicted to that stuff. Well, and <clears throat> it's just constantly, even when I'm ignoring it, I feel like I'm ignoring or not taking care of the things I need to take care of. And I guess it is more personal. It's like all the emails, all the texts, all the... But then it is like just... And I, storing away these articles and, and putting a link here and in all these different places it's just craziness right spreadsheets <clears throat> Evernote well and the news cycle is so fast now that if I do go a day without social media when I do go back on it's people responding like it's the stuff you didn't even know about. No, yeah it's like backlash about like I'm like where's the original thing that you're talking about I, like you can't well, find and it and the other thing I found is that so many of these things I mean and I'm now talking about national news stuff mm-hmm. there's so many fucked up things going on that so they're much, like well under then the I, radar. I go away for a day and I come back and I'm like are they talking about the thing that I knew about already? or is this a new or thing or is this a I new know. thing like it's so similar you know, Sean Spicer was a dick. Well, was this the dick time that he was this time? You're going to have to be more specific. Last time, you know? I saw something on Twitter today. Just it reminded me and I thought you would like it. Um, <clears throat> some guy saw um, Kellyanne Conway at mm-hmm. an airport. Or I don't know what he was, but he was like, could I take a selfie she with you? She was getting gas at LaGuardia. Oh, <laughs> maybe. <She declares>. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he Dinosaur. pushed record instead of picture. And so he's smiling like ear to ear and she's behind him and they're like hugging. And he's like, say I'm ruining America. <laughs> and, and her face just slowly starts melting. Melts, yeah. And he's like, no. And she's like, I hope you're proud of yourself. Like real brave, real brave. And, but it's just so good. It's yeah, just like a nice great. little fun <laughs> <laughs> these people are horrible. I was thinking about that this morning. But how does how did how did Trump manage to find all these idiots with no moral compass? Yeah, just like nothing. <laughs> There's nothing to any of them. You know, I was watching a thing this morning. Uh, I'm sorry. For, are, are you did more? I do, but we can get back to it. Okay. I was watching a thing this morning where it was about you know this whole wiretapping thing that Trump has now claimed that Obama Obama. Has Personally, his phones yeah. and how he needs to be investigated, and it's a crime, and he's a sick man, and all this stuff. And they had a spokesperson from the White House on one of the morning shows, and the the uh, anchor was like, you know, so tell me about what you think about this. And the spokesperson was like, well, if this happened, then Obama needs to be investigated. And if he did this, it's one of the worst crimes in the history. And the anchor was like, you keep saying if, if, if. Like, You're saying if, if, if. But Trump is saying this happened. Yeah. This happened. And you are his spokesperson. Why are you not saying the same thing that he is saying? Right. And she was like, well, I can't speak for him. And she's like, you're his spokesperson. Right. That's like, your whole job. These fucking lunatics yeah. who just prevaricate and dissemble and lie uh, anyway jamie what else is going on 
Uh, <laughs> what's the funny? The Fletch theme song. You guys familiar with that? I don't remind recall. me. I'm sure I yeah. know it, but I don't remember. Um, it was just on my list because I it was point. I disagree. No, this sounded nothing like that. I haven't seen Fletch right, in a long time. Off and tell us why that's on your list. Oh, was, uh, going back to dance, when I was pulling up here and parking my car, um, that came on my random playlist. As it comes up a lot for some reason, I have 5,000 songs on my phone and <laughs> Fletch theme songs like every 10th one. I think it's the Fletch universe. Theme song. <laughs> Is your Luca Bloom? <laughs> yes, yes. Which, by the way, still comes on my fucking Pandora yeah. all the time on every station. <laughs> it's so like hip hop, and then Luca Bloom. Fucking Luca. Another night alone. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Go ahead. Um. Oh, but on the just I was, I was parking. I was like, I need to put make a video of me dancing to that, and yeah, then definitely. So I'm gonna try to do it, that. You can put it in your production pipeline. That production yeah, pipeline. Get the team on. <laughs> uh, so many things. Okay, what else? Uh, new. Oh, no, my new face regimen. Well, I think that's worth bringing uh, up. Amber, I think probably three months ago, four months ago, six months ago. Yeah. Talked about her, <laughs> the, the, her face regimen. <laughs> Amber just goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long time ago because i remember three months ago four i months like ago, sent you le- links yeah she I sent saw. me all these links for um, and then you're like but where do i get it i was like at the links like i don't know what to tell you no but how do i use it anyway <laughs> it's been on my list and now that i've had more time i'm just going through these lists <laughs> it went to the spreadsheet Is this list in one of your spreadsheets yes mm-hmm. but What's i finally the title of the spreadsheet um face regimen <laughs> <laughs> It's in the face regimen folder. Face regimen, Amber Kenny. Yes, <laughs> get out, Amber Kenny. <laughs> get out. <laughs> but I so I I got I ordered them, mm-hmm. and I think I'm like a week in, and so every night I wash my face, and then I. What put, do you wash it with? It's a yeah. What do you wash Cetaphil uh, perfect fa- facial oh, cleanser. That's great. Oh, gentle perfect. facial cleanser. Good job. Gentle. Which I've had for a couple years, yeah. but I never use it. Sure. <laughs> I actually got it by accident because I thought it was a Cetaphil uh, moisturizer. Yeah, I got it delivery here. Is this two A? Oh uh, no! <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I'll it here. take it. <laughs> I'll take it. So and then uh, then, then I put. Oh, um, he's doing oh. stuff with a credit card. <laughs> Go ahead, Jamie. What? So then, um, retinol mm-hmm. at night, and then I let it dry, and then per your recommendation, I'll brush my teeth, um, <laughs> do all that. For the record, you were brushing your teeth before I recommended. Yeah, it. Yeah. you're talking about timing of yeah, yeah. The letting the thing soak in. Then it soaks in, and then I put on my um, argan oil, which that is, it smells like pot, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Rub that in, and it, it just feels and moisturizes. And, and then in the morning, um, get out of the shower, vitamin C oil, let that do its thing. Serum, stuff. not oil. Serum. Um, and then um, more argan oil, mm-hmm. facial moisturizer. Whoa. And... <laughs> Sunscreen. 
in sunscreen. I don't know if, if it's worth. <laughs> you look great. Oh, this is great stuff. But I, if you're, if you're looking to make the jump, get it. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. Well, you're listening to skincare with <laughs> the Longshot Podcast, folks. You, I was so self-conscious because I was glad you weren't here last week. Oh, me Just, too. No, no, no. Just for the... the <laughs> Thank um, God. I had, and I hadn't in a decade, um, I had cystic acne on my face. And it was the week you were asking me, like, what order? And I was like, but this isn't, like, a good example. I'm, I'm, I don't know what was going on. Well, you look great. I'm just off antibiotics. Thanks, God. For what? Folks, welcome back to Cystic Acne and Skincare. Strap <laughs> <laughs> throat. Podcast. What was I just going to say? Um, but I was just argon oil I was just picturing you walking oh. and being like, I'm doing my your fill. Oh, like, no. I looked horrific. I, um, oh, I saw there's a funny, uh, on our website, people can leave comments. If you're a fan of our podcast, yeah, please leave comment them. on our website. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a WordPress theme. Uh, <laughs> uh, but someone was like, um, for the episode that I missed, like, great episode i just missed jamie i wish, I wish jamie was there whatever it was and then <laughs> someone commented on that like reno i know you must be jamie <laughs> <Comment> <laughs> saying that and then they were like jamie's the only like, jamie's the only person that would say i miss jamie <laughs> and then they're like i should stop posting drunk or something it was funny yeah reno is not me <laughs> uh last thing and it goes there's, back there's to people that po- i mean i would i would say out of everybody and not that we get a lot of comments on our website, but out of everybody, Jamie is the one who gets the most mm-hmm. approval on the website. On the website, perhaps. Mm-hmm. On the iTunes. There's always people who are like, I love Jamie. Jamie's great. Jamie, <laughs> the way he talks about his skincare <laughs> regimen is amazing. The way he learns about cystic. By the way, is it regimen or regime? Regimen. regimen. Of course it is. Did I say regime? <laughs> people, no, no, no. But I, people Skin do that care. all the time. Regime you know? sounds I like regime. No, it's not a fucking regime. <laughs> regime is like a power structure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But people misuse regime. that all the time. Regime. It's regime. Like the, that's one of my pet peeves, <laughs> which we're not talking about today. <laughs> Don't <laughs> save it. <laughs> Go ahead. Jim. All right. La- last thing for now is um. So yesterday I was invited to a thing um, by Zach Sherwin. Who's a former guest of this podcast, right? I know Zach. Um, I do too. It was called Cream. Uh, cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Yeah. Which is a Wu Tang reference. Um, was it a reference before Wu Tang, or did they co-opt that? I think they did it. Yeah. Um, it's like Twism. What's Twism? The world oh. is mine. It's Gangstar. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh. That was the name of his company. That's his production pipeline. <laughs> Got it. it what is what has come out on that? How many spreadsheets do they have? Kazam. Wait, what's the S? I don't know. The world is like I've been really trying to yeah. figure out. Twism, it was Twism. Yeah. So what happened, Jamie? A cream. What what did you guys do at cream? Did you throw money around? It was Is so mine, maybe. And it's so <laughs> I was thinking of Amber the whole time. Uh oh. Um <laughs> <clears throat> Because you should have been paying attention to what was going on. <laughs> Amber, Jamie, Amber, wake Amber. up, wake up. Ah, <laughs> oh, Amber. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see her tomorrow morning. <laughs> That's for sure. It was at a friend of his she house. she doesn't have cystic acne again. <laughs> oh, jeez. It was like 20 people. 
and it was kind of a, a group, kind of a seminar, but like a, let's all talk about all these things are happening in the world and we're, we want to make a difference, but let's talk about tangible ways that we can do them. And, oh, that's and, cool. But actually it was kind of a discussion. So they had a, an agenda and it was, it was all money based. Hence uh, the cream theme uh, to the event. So there was like five things on the agenda. And the first thing was like, all right, introduce yourselves. Talk about what we want to do in this world. What's your relationship to improv? Yep. <laughs> How much money do you have on you? My relationship to improv right now is that Amber, who I do a podcast with, is in level three. And, Jamie, uh, stop talking about Amber. I know. <laughs> And so um, then get into groups and like each group was a given like boycotting was the first kind of theme and like uh, was Zach rapping the whole was he like okay folks you might think this is kind of funny but today we're going to talk about what we can do with money like, doing that kind of thing <laughs> no but he should have <laughs> so then getting like so like like here's six companies that we all talk about boycotting and then there was a map of LA like on a wall that they had put together and then like my group was that like they had put together or that they had bought. <laughs> They with using tape and um, to and like crayon drawings. It was kind of rudimentary, but it was it was it was cool. So then my my group, for example, the three of us were like, all right, um, you know, um, you want to try to avoid stores like H and M and Forever Twenty One because they're it's like slave labor and slave labor. So brainstorm some alternatives, um, and then one group had Amazon, which I didn't even realized was a bad one and five other kind of worlds and don't go to Lassen's. I didn't know Lassen's like, yeah, I know anti- that sucks. Great vegan food. They have it's really good. It's and they have great. A, um, kombucha. That's Dr. Pepper flavored. Really? Get oh my. out. It's so good. Apparently yeah, they're get out. <laughs> Amber Kenny. So then, um, then we all convened and like talked about what our groups came up with and then uh, using post-it notes put them um, on the map. So then there's a map that they're going to send everyone like here's alternatives if you want to get that fast food but you don't want to go Chick-fil-A or whatever it is. Here's some Chick-fil-A other places. chick is so good. I've heard it's great. Uh, and then just you know about um, you know um, conscious investing options and like Oh, that's just what you need, right? Conscious well, then, investing options? Which hedge fund are you going to work with? <laughs> That was that we spent the least amount of time on because everyone's like a doy, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was surprisingly. I was expecting to be mostly comics. There was a couple, but it was it was. I, I didn't know most of the people. I refuse to invest in any hedge fund that has dealings in the Congo because that is just exploiting people. Donald had he had actually some of the best ideas <laughs> um, at the thing. He's the one who suggested oh, uh, Erewhon. It <laughs> sounded like yeah. it. Um, where uh, should we shop? Because that's, I get, I love the idea of supporting companies that are good and ethical and, and, you know, voting with your wallet or whatever. But it seems like the CEO of any company is bad on some level, like, because you have to be a certain amount of ambitious, greedy. egotistical, greedy to get there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it starts being like, fuck. I get overwhelmed with. Yeah, and well, you can. I think you can find with any company exactly. that there's been some thing has happened in the course of its history that is bad. Well, I'll I'll give you an ethical dilemma that I have, 
I have had. It is past tense now because it's no longer a You thing. have had had. had <laughs> you had to have had it. We're learning conjugation <laughs> in level three. Um, Future blue perfect tense. <laughs> but American Apparel. Like a lot of people I know are like, fuck that place. I'll never go there because of... Um, that guy. Yes. And and I guess Dove Charney yeah. and people... Um, models and other people being sexually harassed and exploited and i agree that is bad but like you were saying with h&m their and forever 21 are so great no 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 they they actually pay their workers and it's made in the usa and that to me i was like well like a model getting sexually harassed or like a child slave labor like it she's a fucking model what does she think she's no 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 i'm not i'm not i'm not excuse me behavior i'm not condoning it um but you you see what i'm saying yeah i do yeah i have to pick so i would be like you know what i'm actually okay with american apparel because they also outed dog you see the uh the clip that was floating around the internet after the speech that trump gave the other night where he was like we are gonna make goods in America, and then it, the it was on YouTube. I'll show it to you guys, but it then launches into that like Price is Right theme. It's like <laughs> and it just shows all these goods that are tr- that have the Trump label, like Donald Trump right. ties, Donald Trump in China, in China, made in China, China made in Malaysia, oh, right. made in China, made in China, made in China, made like it's all just stuff that I mean, it's hilarious. If it was that song so is called Spanish Flea, by the way. Oh yeah. By I, um, Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. Yes. yes. Oh, I know my references too, Jamie. Don't try to pull <laughs> rank sure. on me. This is a rank situation. It was just a, <laughs> a fun power fact. Move, <laughs> I say. Uh, that song is called Spanish Flea, by the way. It's not called the theme song from The Price is Right. Another Herb Albert power move. Uh, Stop me. So what else, Jamie? Um, no, wait. I want to hear more about cream. Did you finish that? Thought? Oh, I mean, did you did you come away learning something tangible that you are going to apply to your yeah, life? Yeah, well, part and of it. What can we do too? Well, I'll gladly share. Like, um, they're going to compile because there's so much great stuff. A spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it might be in just a word us, document. You text us a spreadsheet. I'll text you the spread. All the there's so many great ideas. Part of it too was like um, charitable donations, how to give back. I think that was the thing I got the most is like, I'm I've made the excuse forever, you know I give back when I can, whether it's giving money or you know, I don't know. Like I, I try to immediately justify like I've done uh, charity events and right. Um, I've quick to give when I can to like a Kickstarter for someone that's sick or whatever it is, but um, you know I don't think about giving monthly or annual like alms. <laughs> I don't know why. It's- Huh? Sadaka. And but this idea of Japanese number game. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. But (laughs) the idea of giving because I'm like I've I've never I'm still I've been paycheck to paycheck now I'm no paycheck. Like how do you am I tithing? Tithing. Another word to describe what my subject at hand. <laughs> Do you have any more? No, I want to hear Pence? where you got to. I want to hear the conclusion. So, talking about Peter's Pence. <laughs> but, you know, every day we're, that's another information overload. Like, every time you check out the market or you're stopped on the street, like, it's more than just like you, for me, like, most of the time saying, I can't today. I always am filled with. Like shame, Goo. yeah. <laughs> but also, it's like you don't. We don't have the time, and there are so many charities and stuff. Like, 
that you don't know like where the money's going and right that's the problem is they go work charity and then you find out that 80 percent of their goes money to goes Donald to donald trump them, directly you know? so it goes to donald trump directly <laughs> but there are there's some oh, resources that's a whole other thing where you can go online um that will break down every charity for you uh-huh. but what some people do and i think this is the direction I'm headed in is, you know, setting up like whether well, it's 20 or 30. They, this one site rep, uh, recommends 1% of your annual income, which is less than is traditionally asked for. But I guess if 1% of every Right, it would make a world, huge difference. Um, but whether that's 30, 40, 50 bucks a month and then picking your organizations and that's, you know, $5 a month. But just knowing, and it, it's, I guess the the caveat is that you don't get that adrenaline rush of like i just gave because it's kind of coming out every month but um but just knowing that you're not having the guilt like every month you're putting money into all these things and you can pick and choose what organizations that you want to be giving to and that does make a difference so that's, you lost me in the middle of there somewhere what are you saying you're gonna do he's gonna he's gonna set up reoccurring donations donations and pick just a handful, or maybe it's even one or two or three. Were they? Did they give recommendations of organizations? That, Wu-Tang Clan. That, because, <laughs> to the Jizza directly. Because it's not even just that the money goes to the right thing, that money is even needed. Like, there's some organizations that it, it isn't needed. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it, what are the most in dire? Yeah. Well, there's great lists online. <laughs> I recommend you go on the internet. Folks, check out Google. <laughs> Uh, and also giving back is that, you know, it, it, especially the last couple of weeks where I've been not doing much and like I, if ever I had the time to be donating my time and energy and just being at this thing with, with, you know, people having progressive ideas and, and like energized felt really good. But I'm like, if ever there was a time for me to try to, um, yeah, donate my time or just be more active, it'd be now. So there's some things I'm looking to get into, and it sounds so shitty. It does. It really does. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I. Things I'm, I'm waiting for the list to come back, into. but there, there's like, I have a couple of meetings this week. Like, you can sit in at the, like, the LAPD, like, meeting. Do you know about this every Tuesday? Do you know about the LAPD meeting every Tuesday? I, um, I wrote in August to. You know, the chief of police, the mayor, the senators, the senators, um, about There's just a sign on the wall at the Hollywood PD that says, <laughs> get out, Amber <laughs> about police brutality and racism. And I got a letter from the LAPD like last week that was like, we're on it. I, was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> Dear Amber like Kenny, six, you are on a list now, so yeah. watch out. <laughs> um, anyway, there's all these. I don't know. It, just remembering that that is what I believe, and I don't live by as much as I, I want to. Is that you get what you give back, and that should be at the core of you everything. You get what you give back. You get what you give. Okay. <laughs> to give back to others, but that you give back what you get. <laughs> if you give back what you get, you get back what you yeah. give. Even Stephen. Or you just get out. <laughs> Amber Kenny. <laughs> uh, Amber Kenny. <laughs> go to heaven for the weather. Go to hell for the company. I uh, Fletch theme. Can, can I say something about being politically active? Because yeah. I was extremely hyper mobilized when it comes to politics 
and like I was giving to every charity, I was signing every um, what are those called? Petition? Yes, <laughs> signing every petition and going to marches and all that stuff. And I think I got actually a little burnt out. Yeah, you got to so, yourself. So my pendulum has, has swung where I'm like, la, la, like I wasn't doing anything for a little while. And I don't think either are correct. Right. So I think you're Well, I think that's right. what part of the point of this was, was... Because I was just... You can get I was so fervent about it, but here's... And just angry all the time. Here's a few ways that yeah, you can just kind of life. automate it. Um, I have automatic payment to ACLU already. I think my one for KCRW... Stopped. I have to set it. Like, if anything, I give too much because it's like so. No, you're. If anything, I give too much. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like for my budget, like for my credit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm putting too much of myself into the world. Ugh, well, no, guys, I don't. I that's need to not. Protect myself. No, 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 no. Oh God, no. That is not what I'm saying. <laughs> the last thing I remember was um credit unions versus banks. Uh huh. And that's something I'm seriously considering too. Is um. I didn't realize, I mean, the banks are funding the pipeline thing and I'm with Citibank and how much... So you're saying banks are not benevolent organizations? <laughs> Most of them are for not. for the good of mankind? No, and credit unions... This was are, a wake-up call for you? Well, you put, you put your money in a bank because there, where else are you going to put it? Under your mattress? I, I mean, I don't have cash. And Bitcoins. <laughs> Bit. <laughs> Coins. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> I do a little Bitcoin farming. <laughs> I don't know much Mining. about Bitcoins. It's weird. I just think of uh, tokens at the arcade. So what? So Jamie, what are you going to do? You're going to move you? from a bank to a credit union? It's another thing on my list to research. <laughs> it's super easy. It's well, that, that was the, the, the cool thing about this thing was like it wasn't just like you should do this. It was like here's how Zach was like here's what the, it's. You literally just open an account. <laughs> You transfer your funds, and then it's a five-minute phone call to close your account. Like it's that easy. Um, and here's the you know pluses and minuses of the, the credit unions. But at the end of the day, a credit union is still just a bank. Mm-hmm. It's just but, called a credit union. But there are ones that at least fa- forward-facing are trying to be conscious about the world, and your money's still protected. Um, but FDIC. They are FDIC. Mm-hmm. I think most. I don't know about credit unions. Anyway, uh, some some things to think about. And uh, up to folks, up to a hundred thousand dollars. After that, you're fucked. Yeah, that's not a problem. <laughs> I know <laughs> for uh, no one. Uh, all right, I'll be very quick. I am now on my fifth or sixth health insurance provider of the last two or three years. Oh my god. Uh, well, because I didn't have one, and then there was Obamacare, and then that switched, and I had to switch. Then I got SAG-AFTRA, and then... Congratulations. Well, I had SAG-AFTRA for like two months, which was like great, because it was about 100 bucks a month or less than that. And Harvey Keitel's down at the hospital. (laughs) And now, my SAG-AFTRA thing has run out. And I still have the same insurance. You know, you can Cobra into the same insurance. So it went from like a hundred bucks a month. It's now six hundred bucks a month. That's too much. I pay five hundred bucks a month. Like this just happened yesterday. I found this out. And here's the other part of it: is a. (laughs) There's more than one other part. A, I didn't take advantage of it when I had it, Uh. which is like. 
don't it always seem you got to go, go see everybody when you have insurance you that's that good you know because yeah. it's a it's a uh it's a ppo which means you don't have to wait for the doctor to say oh yeah you need to go see this other doctor here's a prescription to see him so now I'm cobrated into this other thing, and I'm going to go see every fucking doctor I possibly can. Get your $600 worth. Yeah. And, of course, the problem is now I have to wait to get the new insurance card because this one will not register. Uh, it will take two months to get the... But here's the other thing. I had a... I think I told you guys this, but I was prescribed... I had a sleep study done... Remember when I talked mm-hmm. about that? Yeah. I had a sleep study done. I had a CPAP machine prescribed, which I've had very mixed experiences with. It's very uncomfortable. I don't enjoy it. I do sleep better with it, but it's like whatever. It's kind of scary. Yeah, it's. I look like a fighter pilot while I'm wearing it. That's you know, cool. I look. I look like I'm like about to hit bomber jacket. Three G's. <laughs> There is a bomber jack included. And it's warm in the summer. But what happened was about two months ago, they called me and they said, we just tried to send you new supplies because there's like a filter that goes with it and a mouthpiece and you got to, they said, we just tried to send you new supplies and your insurance is not going through. So what do we do? And I said, oh, I, I just got new insurance. I got this insurance. I had that insurance. Now I have this insurance. And they were like, well, we don't take that insurance. So I guess that's it. And I was like, okay, well, then I guess that's it. Cut to two months later, I get a bill from them. No! That they have been providing this service the whole time. But they haven't been. When they told me that they didn't take my insurance... And I was like, you motherfucker. So I called them up and I said, look, I talked to somebody two months ago who said, we don't take your insurance. I guess that's it. And the lady on the phone was like, well, we need a letter of discontinuance from your doctor. So he needs to, so you need to call him and get him to fax that over to us. And then we'll send you a thing so you can bring the machine back to us and da, da, da. And I was like, why the fuck didn't they say that to me when they told me my insurance didn't work anymore? And the woman was like, <laughs> well, you know, we have new people around all the time, so maybe they don't know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's hilarious. I'm <laughs> laughing my ass off because right. now I'm supposedly owing you $500 for stuff you didn't do, you fucking assholes. Well, like, yeah. even if they need that letter, they didn't give you that they service. They didn't say anything. No, but they... Uh, you didn't even get the things. Yeah. Right. And it's like... How could you pay for something you didn't get? It's it so no fucking aggravating. And I think they count... What they count on is... People just being, oh, wow. How hard am I going to fight mm-hmm. to not have to do this? You know? And the fact that they're like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll let you know when you need to bring the machine back. I'm like, really? I have to fucking drive all the way over to Westwood to give you back this machine that doesn't belong to me anymore? You come get that shit. You know, um, <laughs> come and get the CPAP, you fucking assholes. But it just, it, it's so irritating to me that nobody ever tells you what is going on. And the other problem I have is because this is like the fifth different provider I have is that every doctor takes different insurances. So you're like, does this doctor take this insurance? Do they take this. So I always have to find new doctors. I mean, when they said you need to get a letter of discontinuance from your doctor, I couldn't remember who my doctor was. Uh, I couldn't even remember who the guy who fucking prescribed this was for me because I'd only seen him once. I was like, what the hell is that guy's you know name? You need a spreadsheet. What's that? Keep a spreadsheet. 
Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it would solve the problem. Oh, fuck you. put you. some columns, doctor's name. So who number- knew? Rose? Who knew that this... This this medical insurance was so complicated, mm. you know. Let me I ask had you no this. idea. With the PPO, <laughs> thank you, Andrew. You pay, I pay five hundred dollars a month. Five hundred, and I've been paying close to that for years because I go to Kaiser and Permanente. Permanente. See, mine only. Mm-hmm. I get. I I pay six hundred. I only get to go to Kaiser Temporariamente. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a much lackluster. <laughs> but, but what pisses me off, I should go to the doctor more. And I have so many things. I need to get a physical. I need to. But it kills me. I pay 500 a month. And the copay that I still have to pay 25 bucks just mm-hmm. for any. Is that still the oh, case yeah, for you? Oh, yeah. That's always the case. You always have a copay. I hate the copay. I resent it. But realize that if you didn't. If you didn't have that copay, if you didn't have the insurance that gives you that copay, you'd be paying four hundred dollars every time you went in there. You know. But what's the five hundred for? <laughs> the five hundred is to cover all the services. And if you had an emergency, if you had something really bad happen, immediately, like one night in the hospital is twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, well, that is like even when I sprained my ankle and um, when I had my panic attack, like I saw the bill. You know, when I spent... Just, you got another panic attack. <laughs> I had a second panic attack. I was like, I'll just be staying here <laughs> another night. But no, I, I, you just see like, all right, just and to have the nurse come in and for this five minutes one. is like, it was, you know, thousands of dollars. So yeah, I get that overall. It's insurance in case something happens, not covering services right now. Although it does cover most of what you would pay aside from that copay. I just got 25 bucks and then they charge you for parking. Come on. All right, folks, <laughs> time for us to take a break. <laughs> Who knew this medical insurance thing could be so complicated? Mm. We'll be back in a moment with more stuff. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is time for a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. We've had enough of ourselves today, so we're just going to go straight <laughs> to Parting Shots. I'll go first. Whoa! Starting with me. Cool. <laughs> Stop strangling, Amber. <laughs> um, I just want to touch her. This is just a tiny little thing. Like I always, you know, as as Jamie pointed out, we talked about having pet peeves as our theme today. And as Jamie pointed out, that seems to be my theme every episode, <laughs> which, you know. No, last episode, you just kept listing things you liked. And it was so fun. Oh, really? You liked Road to Perdition. Oh, I love Road to Perdition. <laughs> Sriracha is my oh. favorite thing. Oh, real quick. Uh, mango Sriracha Hummus. Fucking phenomenal! Might I feel be my like new you've, you've talked about it on here before. No? I wouldn't be surprised, but it's a kind of a new thing, so I don't think I brought it up in the time. But mango sriracha hummus—I forgot the brand. Maybe hope. No, it's not hope. But look out for it. You're going right, to. It's my you. parting shot. Can <laughs> I keep going? Uh, Get out. No, I mean that, that actually plays into what I was going to talk about, which is that I've been trying, trying, trying to eat healthy. And one thing that helps me do that is if I just spend one day cooking my food for the entire week. 
right? So what I did last week was I prepped an entire week's worth of food. And my lunches every day, I had some chicken, some vegetables, and some sweet potatoes. And I don't love sweet potatoes, but I know they're good for you. But what I figured out is if you put fucking sriracha on those sweet potatoes. Mm, It balances the sweetness. Anyway, (laughs) the reason I bring that up is because in order for me to spend an entire day cooking, the day before, I have to go do a big shopping at the grocery store. Right? So I went last week to the grocery store, (laughs) bought probably almost $200 worth of groceries. (laughs) Which is a lot of groceries to have Mm. on the counter in front of you. And the girl behind the counter, and I call her a girl because she was female and young. (laughs) So she was a girl. And she said. (laughs) How young? She said younger than me. So maybe 40. Uh, She said, do you want bags with this? And I said, I think think like it became this thing between us i was like yeah i think i'm gonna need some bags <laughs> and she was like how many bags do you want and i go i'm gonna take i'm gonna say five doubles i think that's gonna do it and she was like we'll i see. guess we'll see <laughs> and then it was exactly five double wow. bags wow Neither of us could, like, we would have high-fived if we could have. <laughs> it was so funny. She was like, <gasps> like, the last thing she put in, and she was like, exactly five. <laughs> and I was like, yes, indeed. Like, Why didn't you high-five? Uh, because you don't do that with the cashier at the supermarket. Disagree. Then they go, well, I need the key. I s- hit something, you know. It's a weird moment. Uh, but anyway, it was a funny, like, it's nice to make those little happy connections yeah, with people yeah. in real life, you know? So uh, I'm just saying, look out for moments in life where you can go, hey, this is a good thing, instead of having a pet peeve. Yeah. Uh, all right, Amber, parting shot. Parting shot. Uh, there is a new ginormous Ikea that opened in Glendale. Uh, I think it might be the biggest Ikea. In the world. Yeah. But wow. Apparently, you've never been in New Jersey. They have a big Ikea. Exit 13. Go ahead. It's very big. Okay. Uh, and, And Jeff and I decided to go yesterday... We had lunch. It's we hard went- to go to Ikea and then walk out without like 11 things you don't need. Yeah. Well, we went. It's a non-stick ladle. <laughs> it's a non-stick ladle. All of our ladles That's are stick. I met stick. my first wife. <laughs> Andrew keeps on trying to prove <laughs> things to me with his phone. I don't care, Andrew. <laughs> it's the biggest Ikea. Oh, fuck oh, you, no. New Jersey. Glendale. That one says Burbank. Oh, fuck. It's Burbank. <laughs> I meant Burbank. But there already was There's one in so, Burbank. Yes, they closed it, and it's oh, like half a mile I away. Okay. What's the, where, where are they putting where the, where the IQ was? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, do you want to do a show there or something? Their other world is I just a build... half a mile away. Do you know that song? The other world is just a half a mile away? My other Spanish world is just fleet. a half a mile away. You don't know that song? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, then I beat you this time. <laughs> Billy Joel, 52nd Street. Little Gio is a friend of mine. Oh, okay. Stand on the corner and a drink of uh, cheap uh, wine. Go ahead. So Amber. adversarial for no <laughs> reason. Um, Fuck you, Jamie. But I was right. It's the biggest Ikea in the world. Yes. And um, so Jeff and I, we got lunch. We picked up a couple things at Target Meatballs? that we needed. 
no, no, no. This is before. We were, we went and got Mediterranean food. Oh. And we went to Target. Like, what I'm saying is this wasn't the plan. But we we're like, hey, you want to see this new huge Ikea? <laughs> this is yeah. not the plan. This is not the plan. <laughs> and so we went and we're like, this is insane. We don't even have anything to get. I shit. It was so silly. The whole time we were just laughing. I shit you not. It was like the Disneyland parking lot, there were multiple cops set up, like waving people in. There was, it, uh, it's so big. I can't even explain it, to you how big it is. Is there new cool stuff in it? No. It's, it's just uh, more breathing it, room? It's No, that, it was so you underwhelming. You can get a flingy bookcase. It was just like a regular <laughs> Ikea. It was so not worth it. But um, Or a blur of the chair. But, uh, so there's this <laughs> ginormous parking lot. Like maybe four city blocks and then there's an underground structure and they had hundreds of people whose whole job was like to point you where to drive. May I interest you in a flam stereo? <laughs> I'm surprised there's not a flam something. There is. I'm sure there is. <laughs> I said that so no. bad. What is it? <laughs> we'll find out. It's a ladle. But... <laughs> So this is our flam ladle. It is a Saturday <laughs> afternoon and it is a new Ikea. Mm-hmm. So we're in stopped back-to-back traffic to get to a parking spot. And multiple people in front of us like did a U-turn and gave up. We were just laughing our asses off because you know how there's the... Oh, um, you have to stop doing this, Andrew. <laughs> it's very distracting. Yeah. Um, the The... The cliche that couples fight at Ikea, you know? Didn't know that was a cliche. It's a thing. like, And it's fun to watch, not fun to be a part of. I don't want the fleur de chair. Yeah, I like, want the bar de chair. Look, there's yeah. a, it's a, the flam is a bunk bed. Of course it is. <laughs> a bunk bed. How cool. <laughs> I get the top. But I just, it felt like they were... Um, Getting the experience started early. Like, you could just see all these people. I told you we should have left earlier, like, in their cars. It was impossible to find parking. There were still people pointing the way, but after a while, you realize that they're just pointing at random. Like, one guy was stopping traffic and waving on the the opposite, but then he just was, like, talking to somebody, and his arms moved, but he didn't notice. It was just like, what is going on? It was absolute chaos. One of the guys, this was my favorite moment. One of the guys, right before we went to the underground structure that were pointing us to parking, said to me, good luck. Like, it wasn't, like, welcome to our establishment. It's like, oof, good luck with this. Welcome now. But then once you're in, it's, it is a big Ikea, but... It, it you just have to follow the footsteps along yeah. the floor, you know? No, no, no. The good luck about parking, I think. No, I'm saying inside you follow the footsteps. No, I know. These were arrows. But why bigger? Why bigger is better? <laughs> <laughs> why bigger is better? I think they have, like, instead of saying, oh, out of stock, it is in stock. <laughs> Everything's always in stock. Yeah. I think the biggest is, I've been there like five times this last week. Oh, my. Oh, yeah, you moved. moved. And taking stuff back. Uh, parking at the other place was always a pain if you had to load up your car because you had to park in a parking structure like across the mall. Will, will people listening to the podcast hear you right now? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? And then the two is the, the, the like examples. You know, they have more like, this is an 800-foot oh, yeah. apartment. How you could organize this. This is a 10,000. This is a 3,000. But I love hmm. an Ikea. It feels like going to a theme park, but it's a, it's a furniture store. Oh, well, I love an Ikea. And I, I think I was expecting Let's ride much. on another chair. 
I was expecting this to blow my effing mind, and it just felt like an Ikea. I went, when I moved into my place in Oakland mm-hmm. in 2002. Mm-hmm. 384. 384, <clears throat> baby. 384? I don't know. I was just making up a Some of code. the coldest winters. 310. <laughs> we went to the Ikea in Emeryville. But with our new neighbors who we just met, and they're like, we're going to go to Ikea. Do you want to come along? Like, sure. And they brought a, a stack of magazines totally earnestly and then just tried out all the living areas and actually just read the magazines. I thought that's it was so funny. That's great. That's great. Um, in one of the the setups that looked like an office, there was a pad of paper and a pen. No, there wasn't a pen. There was just a pad of paper and Jeff... No, no, no. There was just a pen. No pen. <laughs> Sounds like the... <laughs> Jeff opened it up no and, office. and took out his own pen and wrote agenda items. Um, like, go to Ikea, fight with Tina, buy couch... Sleep on couch. <laughs> I love it. It's kind of like, like exactly like the Getty. Yeah. <laughs> There's a room with pictures hanging where you can write or draw and anything. There, so I hope that brightens someone's day. Hey, Tina. <laughs> Tina, come over here. Look at We're this. Supposed to fight and bike I couch. didn't know this was on the agenda, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I did. I wasn't expecting to buy anything, but I did buy a footrest. You can't walk out without buying something. At that same desk setup because you gotta I have, rest your feet. I have such short legs that it's hard to have proper um, posture at work. So I got a footrest, and I think it's gonna be a game changer. I'm pretty excited. Mm, what does it look like? Pretty boring, just like. This Black like, rubber kind of um, on an yeah, angle. Yeah, tell us what your footrest <laughs> looks like. <clears throat> kind of on an angle and a silver. I haven't put it together yet. I was going to do that at work. Oh, sorry. Sure. Jamie just remembered <laughs> something unrelated to what Amber was talking about. But are you done? Yeah. Really? Jamie, parting shots. Wait, the f- oh, there's, I see a picture Stop of the Stop it, Andrew. <laughs> Jesus. Go ahead, Jamie. Well, you reminded me because I was going to make a joke like, do you wear your like, creepy guy? Do you ever take your shoes off when you're using the food rest? And I was like, oh, speaking of creepy, do you guys see this documentary on HBO called Tickled? No. Tickled no. is about, it's kind of like a, a documentary that starts with one I love thing those. And then, and then there's tickled. a twist. Oh, right. He was going to investigate. There was some kind of like. Competitive tickling thing. But then there's a dark underbelly. And then it turned out to be just a guy who had a lot of money who was paying people to do it or something. Well, th- without Don't. spoiling. uh La, la, that la, might or may not be, but yeah, it, <laughs> and he's gonna make another one, I think. The, well, there's a little uh, drummer boy spoiler alert uh, after movie uh-huh. that came out after the movie came out, and an after movie that came out after <laughs> the movie came out. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what like that a post credit sequence, like the no, 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 the like, Marvel movies. There's like a 20 minute like featurette that came out documenting is it on the DVD. The, I, this is on HBO Go. Okay, that. Um, after the movie was released, there <laughs> things happened. <laughs> oh, like updates where <laughs> they are now, out. kind of. Yeah, well, and just things that happened as they were screening the film at festivals that involving the cast the of characters guy, or girls or whatever dogs. they are, dogs. Anyway, tickled. Check, check it, it out. out. It's fucking weird. Seek it out. There's such a weird underbelly, man. Don't make that motion. All right. <laughs> Jamie, parting shots. Um, well, that could be it. Um, no. No. Sweet potatoes I wrote down because... Oh, I should have yes. Wait, could I say something about sweet potatoes? <laughs> yes. Mm. I don't really like sweet potatoes either, but... 
at work the other day, they had sweet potato tater tots, which I have never seen before, and they blew my mind, and I liked them. They can be really good or bad. I've had sweet potato tater tots that are just too fucking sweet. Yes. I don't like sweet things, me? generally. I like sweet I things like for savory dessert. things. Here's what changed everything Thank for me. Thank you. Is there's well, a place called M Cafe, um, and I don't even know if they make it, but every is season- Is it called M Cafe, or is it called M Cafe? <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> What is um? <laughs> okay, cafe and, and jokes are right in Andrew's sweet spot. What, is, what do they call? What's McDonald's cafe thing? Mick cafe. A Mick cafe. <coughs> I wonder. Well, this would be mm, cafe. Yeah. Mm, caf. <laughs> but they had something called. It was kabocha squash mash, kind of. Mm-hmm. And it would have, I think, like little raisins or something in it. No. And then I would put hot sauce on it, and it was heaven. So anyway, for the last few months, I don't know what that point was. Oh, why sweet potatoes are good? So for the last few months, I, I will go get to Cambodia squash with Kabocha. with with raisins and sriracha for the, for the weather. Oh, <laughs> it's so part of my regime <laughs> is uh, sweet potatoes, um, different types of squash. Time for a uh-huh. kabocha, um Butternut. Butternut. Um, there's a couple other ones. Spaghetti. I don't like spaghetti squash. Pumpkin. Um, pumpkin. Oh, we Pumpkins did. We talked about squash. this recently. <gasps> Ooh. Pumpkins you've are had not a, a squash. You've had an about face. So, but then mash them all together mm-hmm. and with, with maybe one regular potato. Because you don't want to have too many regular potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I definitely did. Um, so do you cook just them? Just mash them all together. <laughs> just mash and mash and mash. You cook them and then you mash them. Oh, so that I, um, doesn't matter. Cut as them long up as you mash them. <laughs> cut them up. You put a little olive oil and um, salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Throw them in the stove and then mash them all up together. <laughs> I did it again. Uh, by the way, I'm looking for a masher. I need to get a masher. I don't. I, right oh, now, I can sell you a masher. I know. I need to go to fucking I can IKEA. Give me some mashers to try out. <laughs> and it's then, close to Glendale. It's the borderline and perfect Glendale. Throw in some currants or some raisins. Throw in some hot sauce, um, and then uh, you know, sometimes you can mix it with other vegetables too, like uh, stumped yourself, <laughs> zucchini, uh, summer squash. I feel like you already said squash. But wait, Jesus no, Jesus. summer squash is much different than kabocha squash. Wait, right? Who the fuck knows what you're even talking about right now? Uh, onions. Uh, Etc. Cilantro? No cilantro. Uh, anyway, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> this is almost as bad as your skin regime. Uh, well, no, you could r- rub the kabocha on your face. <laughs> it probably has a lot of vitamin A. It probably does. Go on. That's what I got. Uh, I, I wrote down, I don't remember what sparked this, but Castle Bay Lane Elementary School. <laughs> Is there anything that was said over the course of this podcast that would spark? Did me? you go there? I went to a private school. I feel like I must have talked about this in many of our episodes, in one of our many episodes that we've done. Close to 300? I don't know. 400? Who knows? What about it? <laughs> Something you said sparked this memory. In third grade, I'd gone to this private school, and then my parents were like, it's time, let's try the public school route. And up up the street from where I lived, there was Castle Bay Lane. How 
pretty is that name? It's great. Castle Bay it's Lane enchanting. Elementary. What street was it on? Castle Bay Lane. Mm. And I think I lasted maybe me and my sister for two months because we were like this new school, new people. And I was such an outcast and I didn't know anyone. I remember on the first day of school and you'd line up on the playground and, oh, Foursquare. <laughs> Foursquare reminded that me. That was me. And that, they reminded me of playing Foursquare. But one of the kids in the next to me was like, what do you have for breakfast? And I was like, uh, cereal or whatever I had, bagel. And like, well, then you're, you're cereal because you are what you eat. And uh, do you start immediately crying? Mom, I need to go back to the private school. I don't want to be cereal. Yeah. Well, it was sophisticated humor and comedy. Mm. Uh, no subtlety. And I remember playing None with this other outcast kid. We found like a pond and there was like little pond scum and not not even a pond, just like you know, like it rained like and a so puddle. A puddle, but there was it was long, there long enough and deep enough that there was like well, f- flies and flies and shit, like and just playing with that with this other loner kid because we didn't have any friends at Castle Bay Lane. So uh, you went back to the private school. So then, after three months, four we'll months, see. made a triumphant return. Did you make a triumphant return? Did you make a triumph from returns? Oh, what? you at the top of the show. Okay, bring it full circle. You <laughs> announced talking about at the top of the show. You announced the triumphant return of Jamie Flam, and in full circle. Wow, you're you are getting there. There's it's a, taken a little bit of like loading, but you're you're. Getting did you it. make a triumph and return? <laughs> oh no, did I did. <laughs> oh no, it was me who made a triumph. <laughs> yeah, you're just goading us. <laughs> who made the triumph? Oh, I'm sorry. Who made a triumphant return? And bringing it, it full me. circle. Boom. Tina, <laughs> get over here. We got to have you. a fight on the couch. <laughs> uh, folks, you've been listening to The Long Shot. Jamie Flam was here. Amber Kenny was here. <laughs> Joe Wagner. Sick and, somewhere. Andrew on the ones and twos. Andrew Steven, our producer. Thank you for being here. The faint voice Gotta you heard. Got to stop trying to prove things the entire time on the phone, Andrew. Flam is a bunk bed. That's so hilarious. I don't know about hilarious. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Wonder, what's a Conroy? You are what you what's sleep on. What's a Conroy? On. It's a flower shop. Yeah, so go fuck yourself. Also a real <laughs> estate developer. I was going to say, company. every time I see real estate, yeah. it's a Conroy. What's a, what's a Kenny? What, what would it be? Oh, my God. They Somebody killed gets Kenny. killed on South No, Park? at Ikea. Oh, a kini. It'd be a yellow stool. <laughs> <laughs> and what's a Conroy? Which, by the way, if you have that, you should see your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but health insurance Sorry. is tough, so. Yeah. Folks, this has pee. been The Long Shot. We will see you next time. Will all four of us be here? Who knows? We'll find Stay out. Stay tuned to find out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everything. Yes, thanks for listening to this <laughs> thing for 17 years. For past, present, and future episodes of The Long Shot Podcast, please visit thelongshotpodcast.com.